the Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Got wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no Americans care about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. And quick shout out to our network, Listening Party and Canal Street Radio. You can check out those guys on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Also, if you are listening on your phones right now, please take a screenshot uh, and post it on Instagram and tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod and say something funny. And yeah. we'll retweet it. And we've been getting a lot of, a lot of love talk, recently. Talk about your commute. Yeah. And, and tell us about how we're helping your commute. Yes. Or whatever you're yes, doing. Yes, yes, yes. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, let's do a quick shout out to all the new Patreon subscribers for this week. Uh, while I pull his name up, you want to explain what we're about to do, Mike? Yes. So if you subscribe to our Patreon, uh, then we'll give you a little shout out. And we will do a super racist thing where we guess what kind of Asian you are based on your name. Yes. Not Asian. Not all of them are Asian. Not all of them are Asian. We guess your ethnicity. In which, in, case, in which case, we use our deep understanding of, of anthropology. Yes. In order we to did get a, did you see that, that backhanded complaint we got on the iTunes Ooh, review? Love it. Somebody was like, love this podcast, but we'll, we'd love to hear you guys um, distinguish oh. between Chinese and Taiwanese last names. Well, guess what? I'm going to make everyone Taiwanese now. Yes. Your wish, your wish is our command. Maybe even Okinawan. Why not? <laughs> okay, here are the newest subscribers for this week. Joanne Kwong. Taiwanese. Taiwanese. <laughs> Tina with two eyes. Taiwanese. Taiwanese. That's the extra eyes. Denise from Taiwan. Lee. No, no. Taiwanese. <laughs> Teresa Fan. That's Vietnamese. Fan is Vietnamese. But maybe she went to Taiwan once. Yes, and she loved it there. Love Great it. country. Love it. And then Anthony Ramirez. Taiwanese. A Filipino oh. <laughs> person who wishes he was Taiwanese. Yes. Wow. A lot All of Taiwanese people get oh, a lot of life amazing. from Taiwan. Love it. Uh, I, I went through Taiwan on the way to Japan. Oh, you did? It was uh, nice. Very... Um, they had they had all sorts of like uh, Chinglish and all the different like so they had all these waiting rooms and mm. the, all the waiting rooms had themes. Mm. So like the airport, yeah. So okay, it was okay, like okay. the baseball waiting room, and it said stuff like, "Oh, that's kind of most cool. excellent, you know, struggle for vanity." You yeah, know, and a guy playing baseball. And I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, Okay, well, you know, I guess I'll take a nap here. Yeah, so, people, when I went to Taiwan, they're very proud of how nice they are compared they to mainland nice. Chinese people. Yes. Like they always bring that up. They're like, "Have you been to mainland China?" I'm like, have you, "Yeah." Have you been? Yeah, and they're like, "Well, we're so much nicer, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah, they're, I would like, like to hang out there. It's really funny that that's like their their like. It's their brand. I love it's it. It's their brand. So nice. Um, so again, if you uh, want to get in on this, please check us out at patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod. And if you sign up, we can give you a shout out. You get access to bonus episodes. Uh, we'll slide into your DMs, all kinds of fun stuff. So definitely check that out. Um, what is our mini story of the week today, Mike? We're a little bitter. We are a little bitter. It is. Uh, is this the last week? This is pretty much the last week of, of APAM. Uh, a- Asian, Asian month. Asian month. As I like Asian to call it. Asian month. Asian month. Right where, you know, you can get stuff 10% off of Asia. I don't know. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, this is the last week of it and uh, iTunes and whatever has a, has has those little call out sections where it's like, you know, n- new and noteworthy and they have whatever, whatever. Uh, and they have a little section finally, actually, after like weeks had gone by where it was like Asian voices, Asian American voices. Yes. And then we click on that. Yes. And there's like 20 or so podcasts all from different you know, Asian American voices. Mm-hmm. You know, we got they got David Chang. They got they got Bobby uh, Lee's podcast. Bobby Lee's podcast. They yeah. got some other folks. But someone's missing, Fumi. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? It's us, oh Mike. My God. They didn't feature us for two <laughs> years in a row. Two years God, in a row. They, I don't understand. 
I, do, I mean, from a, from an SEO perspective, I don't understand. We have the word Asian twice. We have it twice. So maybe it's, it cancels it's, out because we say the word not, not Asian. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, I was insulted because it said it was a curated list. But I don't do I think this guy listened to like all the Asian there's like thirty of us. Just put all, just all three put of all us, thirty of us on just there. ten more it, icons. There's a ten more. Why the hate? You know? Yeah. Why the hate? And like some of our friends were on there, shouts to them. I'm not gonna plug him because I'm bitter. Um, <laughs> they already got plugged they already by got Tim plugged. Cook. <laughs> Tim Cook hooked it up. Tim Cook hooked it up. Meanwhile, Tim Cook I mean, wow, you know what? You know, is he's mad that cause we haven't had him on, on the show. That's probably what it is. That's we haven't is. had Tim Cook on. I got it, Tim. Okay, we'll get you on God the show. Damn. I know you're big into Asian. But you know American what? Culture. We know a lot of our listeners are um, you know very well educated rich ass Asians who work for these companies like Google Spotify and Apple so if you're one of them if you have friends or relatives who work for Apple please do some recon and find out what's going on because we just need to know the truth I can't sleep I can't. I can't sleep at night. You don't. You guys don't understand how Fu, <laughs> Fumi like messaged me in the middle of the night, and he's like, "Like I cannot believe this. I've been offended." All caps. And I was like, "Oh man, it's about to pop off." Yeah. I got my forty-five out, and yeah. I was like, "What's up? <laughs> we're gonna we're drive rolling, to California. We're driving to Cupertino. <laughs> What's up? We get them. We're so tired. We're like, I guess uh, we'll, I guess I guess we'll, we'll do a little drive by. We'll go home. Um, um, yeah. So uh, that was that was. I mean, it's it's fine. It's fine because you know what we're you know we're still repping. Yeah, we still got fans. We yeah. still got lots of people in Taiwan who love us. Well, you know why it's fun because um, we have great guests and we do have uh, great guests. Our, our guests are just they're so fun and we get great feedback and I love that on this show we get to talk to all kinds of different people. Yes. Sometimes not Asian and that's fine. That's fine. You yes. know, maybe that's why we weren't on there because we were not exclusively interviewing Asians or something. Ooh, we weren't racist enough. We weren't racist. <laughs> you know what? I respect that. I respect that. You know, I respect that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but anyways, if you work for Apple, please tell us. Please email us at asian.asianpod at gmail.com because I just got I just got to know. I, I just got to know. Um, okay, let's get into our guests for today. Um, I'm super, super excited to have her on. Um, you had pitched her to me yes. a long time ago and I didn't even know who she was and I did a show with her and I was just blown, blown away. away. I was blown away. Blown away. I was such a force and I was like, we got to have her. So uh, this the guest we have for this week, uh, she's the creator of the popular show Who Made the Potato Salad, which is a comedy show made in 24 hours exclusive by people of color. She's also a staff writer for The Daily show she's also a improv goddess at the ucb theater mm -hmm. so uh please welcome to the show the very funny x mayo wow. yes. what an intro yes. yeah thanks for coming on oh my god yes uh it's so funny for me because on paper because we had asked you to do potato salad on paper when i saw that we reached out to you because we have like a potential cast list and we like track it and everything yeah i thought that you were nigerian yeah oh. I get oh, that yeah. a lot because yeah. my godmother is Nigerian. I grew up with a lot of Nigerian people. My god brothers are Nigerian. Yeah. And there's a lot of Nigerians in Los Angeles where I'm from. And my friend, her name is Olo Fumilayo, and we call her Fumi. <laughs> oh, shit. Fumi Layo is and the dopest I, name. And I thought Fumilayo. your last name was pronounced Abe, so that It makes, is pronounced Abe. Yeah. Okay, so in my mind, I was like, why the fuck? I'm who, somebody getting fired. Because this is the Asian. We were we were looking for people to do the Asian takeover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. said, somebody <laughs> gonna get fired. What is this? What the fuck is this? This yeah. is, the Nigerians is not now. Now. Yeah. This is later. That's later. Yeah. This is later. We don't need this we right now. We don't need Nigerians right now. Them motherfuckers <laughs> oh is all right. Where are the Asians? I said, somebody are going to get fired. 
Somebody's <laughs> yeah. getting fired. And then I saw myself. He aged. <laughs> that he is could. a thing I discovered in America. Ja- a lot of Japanese names sound very similar to yes. Nigerian names yes. because of the consonant vowel, consonant vowel. Yeah. Thing. But especially Fumi, I, I had an Uber uh, driver who was uh, Nigerian, and she just could not get over the fact that I was Japanese. And she called all of her friends. Mm-hmm. She was you doing. She did a little group chat. Uh, or group <laughs> Look at call. this guy. Look at I this know, guy. They're, they're FaceTiming, and she was like, "What does Fumi mean?" Blah blah blah. And uh, and if you meet certain Nigerians, like uh, certain Nigerians, like my godmother, she'll be like, she will not accept no, and she'll be like, "You're denying your culture." She'll be like, "No, you are Nigerian. <laughs> you're absolutely Nigerian. You are Niger boy." <laughs> She would be like, no, South Africa, where are you? She would not take it. She would call yeah. all of her all of her ministers and have them pray for you because you are denying yeah. who you are. She That's gets so to funny. Japan and she's going to be like, you are all Nigerian. All Nigerian. What is denial. happening here? Yeah. What is this weird country? Come home. Yes, come, come home. home. Come home come to the motherland. They were like, miss, she'd be like, sister, you are lost. Sister, you are lost. <laughs> well, this is a great place to start because let's start. Let's let's start with names, dude. You go by X. Yes, but with my you, name. But, but you have a beautiful name. Thank you. And everyone thinks that I am Asian when they hear my name. Why? Because my name is pronounced Sochi. Sochi. Oh, right. Oh yeah. But Sochi is if you do a little googling, it's a is the I don't know if this is what you're actually named of, but it's it was the it's an Aztec name, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. My grandmother's Aztec Indian. Mm-hmm. My grandfather's Mexican. So my mother is Mexican Aztec Indian. My dad's black. And it was like a princess or something. Yes. Like named after princess, right? Yes. Very befitting for me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Royalty. Mm. But but did you change your name? Because my full name is Masafumi, but I shortened it just for comedy because it was easier to meet people. Yeah, I think X represents me. It's powerful. You yeah. never forget mm-hmm. it. It's like. Like you, it's like X, and as soon as I say, I'm sorry, this is very weird for me that people are walking by. I feel like I'm inside. <laughs> okay, like there is a thing you guys know. I don't know if this is popular in Asian and co- culture and yeah. history, but black people, we have been in human zoos, and like the last one shut down in London like a few oh, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really felt like I was at like this whole time when you guys were doing the intro, when white people are walking by taking pictures taking of me, pictures I feel of like I'm a fucking human zoo. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> what are you? You never seen something like this before? I just, I, literally a part of me wanted to be like shut down hold on one second. So, hold on what is excuse happening me. excuse me Rachel Rachel <laughs> Rachel <laughs> You, Get your ass! You ain't never seen two Asians and a black person together, <laughs> bitch. This is goddamn New York. That's every every train. This was illegal this in media it. for a long time. This really I, was. I just can't. Fu- I'm sorry. So like, fool me, Mike. That shit fucked me up. I yeah. was just like, get and then and then she brought her kids over. Like, look oh, in their natural habitat. Oh my god! And we're looking. You know, we're just we're building a fire. A, a you know, we're just, a, little, a little societies here. I was just like, oh, wow. if you don't get, but you know, I can't act up. You know, I'm with the Asian, not yeah. Asian. I'm not. That's thank. God, this is not my shit because if it was my shit I wouldn't give a fuck I'm like bitch oh I would open the door I'd be like yes <laughs> we're talking in a microphone can you believe <laughs> oh my god it little, like fucked me up a Sorry. little context for the listeners we are our studio has a, has a big glass and uh, people can just walk, walk by it because they're shopping we're basically in the, in the middle of a mall so that's, we what's, really are. Yeah. that's what's happening right now man. yeah but see look at these Asians right here they walking by they said yeah this, uh, this fucking Asians <laughs> <laughs> don't give a fuck don't give a fuck look it's at this cool, black girl cool. she eating her food wiping her motherfucking <laughs> mouth she don't give a fuck she trying to get her goddamn soup dumpling and go about her black ass oh. business so it's just look look at it look at them they're like look deal. they're they're low lives <laughs> immigrants like my mom is just like you're st- i told her I wrote, uh, where i work at and she's just like miha you know you still could be a nurse if, if yes. there's a there's a thing on on the internet three months 
and you could be an LVN. You just need some for like my mom is just like oh, yeah. old school immigrant. Like yeah, yeah. get is, a fucking degree. What is uh what is the wildest thing your mom has recommended that you become? Like as a job? Uh, is it always like nurse or something like that? Yeah, always in the nursing field. I think mm. she is she a nurse. Yeah, my mom has so many degrees. My oh, mom yeah, is the fucking sure. hustler. She's yep. and, and not degrees, sorry, like certificates. My yep. mom is that bitch. She yep. barely. I don't even think she. I think she barely graduated high school, and every mm. job she's had has required for her to have a bachelor's, and she ain't give a fuck. She <laughs> she's been to everything. She can. She has her cosmetology license. Mm. She has her dental assistant license. She has her medical assistant license. She's an LVN, and she was a book collector at Cedars for over. 15 15 years oh like That's my mom crazy. can do any fucking thing and she is the um the mexican side of yes is that correct yes cool, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. and how uh, can you talk a little bit about because you're from la yes um Born and you up in la I'm from South Central. Oh, wait a minute. shit. But then let me tell y'all. Okay. I just, okay. I, I like you said, wait a minute. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> like, but hold on. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, you're talking. Because <laughs> a thought came in my head. I was like, oh, I got to get it out. Okay, so I'm okay. saying, wait a minute okay, to my other okay, thought. Okay. But I said it out loud, Mike. <laughs> okay. So what happened? Oh, look, look at these some Trump supporters. <laughs> Oh Jesus! <laughs> you want to change seats? So no, I'm this? good. I, this is very good. People watching. This okay, is okay. It's very interesting to me. Okay, no, this is what I'm saying. So I, I told y'all. I, so my brother is obsessed with like anime culture, mm-hmm. Japanese. He love all that shit, comics, all that shit. So I've been researching like Japan heavily because I want to send him there, and I was trying to find if there are like things for American kids to do in Japan. Like maybe there's like a fucking program where he creates an app in like three months. Like I want has to have like an academic component yep, yep. for him to be in Japan not him just fucking thotting bopping and eating sushi which is what he would love mm, to right, do right 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 but so I found out that there is a Chicano culture yes, yes. we covered that in the show Japan yes. Yes, there oh is. my god yo yes. that shit fucked me up yeah. because I was like but wait are y'all Mex- some of them look so Mexican yes. yeah, isn't that weird <laughs> and I am Mexican like I'm fucking like the fact that they had like that girl a sad girl Mona yeah yeah, oh, yeah she yeah, has yeah. a song with Ronald Isley I went down a deep dive like really <laughs> deep diving I was like wait that shit is crazy to me how they have uh they have like this Pharaoh car club yep. or something yeah. like that in Osaka Japan and yep. I was just like Wow, and like this one dude, like he like wants to show like the like positive side of like Chicano culture because it really was like a rebellious yeah. like mm. movement, and I was just like, wow. So that shit like fucked me. What, up. what are your initial thoughts on that? Did you grow up in that like like adjacent to that culture? Or oh, in all that? in it. Okay, really? all in it. Yeah, I mean, my family. I have like uh, friends that's from 18th Street. Family, like everybody, oh, like that culture. I grew up like seeing so much, and like my uncles and stuff like that. Like seeing pictures of them, and like all we listened to were oldies growing up. Like mm. that's all that I know. And so for me, it was like crazy. I was just like, wait, this hit Japan. I was just, I, I thought that it was so dope. I feel like for me when I see when I saw that I felt that it was um an appreciation of my culture not an appropriation yeah, yeah. if you, they were white then I'm like fuck you but <laughs> Because I felt like they uh, they understand what it, because Japanese people have their own culture yeah. they understand what it means to like have an appreciation of it and I think they just fuck with it and they fuck with the message yeah. of mm, Chicano culture yeah so right. I fucking loved it and I have it on my list I was like I have to fucking go there I want to fucking see this shit it was like wild to me the fucking like the way they had their hair and yeah, their fucking their, glasses yeah. like all their fucking <laughs> the eyebrows and the, everything they're like spray painted fucking shit. 
that fucked me up. I was like, I can't talk about this on nothing else. No one else would be interested in this. <laughs> so when you guys booked me, I was like, yes, Yo. I'm going to be able to talk about Chicano culture in Japan. You're going to be over there with your little brother who's going to be asking about samurais and shit. Yeah. And then, you, and then they're going to be asking him about like fucking <laughs> Chicano <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. And, gonna be, and then like a white dude's going to walk by and go, what the fuck is going on here? I want my money back. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this shit. Hell yeah. Love it. That shit fucked that shit fucked me up in the best way because I just didn't I was like it's crazy to me how that shit got all the way over there yeah. and they like love it and have fucking like weekends like devote there's a whole group and I was like wow that shit's crazy yeah they have a bunch of weird subculture stuff in Japan like there's also a group that they, they love reggae so there's like a little mini like yeah, Jamaican sure. uh, reggae group where they like do a lot of like festivals and like play a lot of the music and they invite artists wow. to come play and stuff so I don't know where how that kind of came about I, I guess just like people are just attracted to like different cultures sometimes mm-hmm. and and it obviously I think when we talked about it on the podcast especially with the Chicano stuff to your point about you know they're interested in the message a lot of them are on the interview for New York Times they're talking about how like you know Chicano cultures a lot of it is about like family values you know like taking yeah. care of each other which is like family's like kind of a broken thing in Japan sometimes you know mm-hmm. the stereotype is that like the dad's never around he's cheating on his wife blah 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 he's never home because mm-hmm. he's working so like to me, when I first read that, it was very interesting that these people are tapping into a different culture to kind of like compensate for something that maybe they didn't have in their own culture. Yeah. yeah. I thought that it was beautiful and that's true. Like Mexicans, we stick together. There have been times when I have been like stuck on the side of the road and like needed like a fucking like jump or needed a new tire and like I was like waving a car down and a Mexican man stopped and helped me and like made sure that I was safe and then went about his fucking business. Mm. Like that's mm. very big and I have a lot of aunts, a lot of uncles goes my family is fucking huge and we don't play that shit like mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck like we are tight-knit family i want to ask you what like what was it like growing up like your what is your like family dynamic like what, what is it a very funny family or, or oh you yes always a very oh funny my god one? okay everyone's insane and loud. <laughs> yes we are loud yeah. we are so loud mm. and i love it so all my aunts have children with black men so we're all mixed mm. and then my uncles either have like black wives um black father uh black mothers of their children and one of my uncle theo ernie i think all he has one son who's uh black but all of his kids are mexican i think he's him and my theo are the only two but they still both have at least one black child within their family gotcha. so we're all mixed so it's two kinds of crazy we black yep. and mexican it's Whoa. fucking loud my tia trisha is the funniest motherfucker out of all of us literally my tia trisha oh my god so she went to jail she's a criminal for starters yeah. no my teacher she's, she's a criminal but but she's paid her debt to society yeah. and the bitch is out and what I love about the Trisha her being funny helped her to not get her ass beat in prison mm. she told us so many stories about how the person was trying to fight her or like people were trying to like take her commissary or do shit or like they were just like uh like like Trisha let me get more time on the phone or like take away like some of her time on her phone and because she's so fucking funny and made them laugh that helped her to yeah. literally stay alive in prison yeah. and like all of my cousins like everybody we roast each other all fucking day mm-hmm. and it's like it's nothing but like love and and family and like everybody is funny even like my mom my mom is the only one that's like tries to be like conservative and stuff like that uh-huh. 
But then when you roast her ass, when you get her first, and she's like, oh, oh bitch. No. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. My mama get too mad. Like, we have oh, fun. Yeah, and then yeah, my yeah, mama, yeah. my mama. She'll cut too deep. Yeah, she will. And she'll just be like, and, and she'll be like, and that's why your husband had left you. Damn. <laughs> and then everybody, like, the barbecue stops and shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, oh, what? I didn't know who we were going to do that. Wait a minute. All we said was like, look at you over here with these little, these little fucking slippers on, just slipping and sliding. And she was like, and she was like, and do you know who your daddy is? Oh, damn. And she'll yeah, tell damn. me that. <laughs> I'm like, um, I thought the man who you've been saying is my like my mom. Nah, my, she cuts deep. You know, she she's always keeping secrets. She's got at least a she, couple more in case she needs to pull it out. Does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, she has them in her back fucking pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love that. You know, we always talk about that. How like a lot of and I didn't even know like Latino people did this, but at least in like black culture, there's a lot of like roasting, a lot of family oh, roasting yes. involved, right? Is there a difference in the style of roasting between like black culture and like Latino culture? No, mm. it's loud and it's good. It's like, <laughs> it's like, let me tell you, roasting is such a part of my culture to where the school that I went to was just black and Hispanics, my high school. Uh-huh. I went to Dorsey High uh, in the hood, like right across mm-hmm. the street from the Jays. And so literally there was a stoop where we would, where the yeah, roasting yeah, yeah. happened. Whoa, so if you start roasting, roasting me, fool me, everybody be like, no, 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 shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, take it to the stoop. And, and you, <laughs> see really? a, you see a crowd of people go to the stoop. Damn. And that's where you get roasted, like you have to, to roast each other and if you lose mm. trust and believe because back then it was on the chirp I would everybody would hit the chirp and be like Burp. yeah oh, they man, just the got chirp. roasted the chirp oh, we would put that shit on the aim like yo ass got on roasted aim? such really? got roasted hell like, yeah it's like a status thing it is damn it was like big how do you still how, big. how do you like so how do you like practice if you lose how do you practice you, you, well, you, you have like a dossier with, of everyone you you know what I'm saying you're just just in case I gotta pull out the files yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 oh no yeah. Amanda just waking up you know good thing I've been keeping this record yeah, since 8th yeah, yeah. grade you know what that would be that would be better cause you'd be organized but nah yeah. you learn how to roast coming up like I feel like mm. straight out of the womb my mom was like if you don't get your little ass in on my tit and fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. get breastfed yeah yeah <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's how my like that's how it happened like my mom like it's so crazy this little white girl today I was getting breakfast before I got here it's crazy to me to see unruly kids yeah. like my mom my mom I didn't need no fucking leash she's yeah, I literally yeah, yeah. I didn't leave her side she's like you stay right here yeah. I'm embar- you want to get embarrassed I'm embarrassed for all these people yeah. and I was like yeah, okay yeah. mama no 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 and we always had a conversation before we left before the fucking car yeah. she's not ah. going in this I'm going in this market for eggs bacon and tortillas don't you ask me for nothing cause you're getting embarrassed uh. so if I even just even just look at a skittle she be like what are you doing Mm. I be like nothing mom like I don't understand like this little this little white girl today had chocolate all over her hands you oh, see no. her on this gray yeah. champion sweater mm-hmm. yeah. she is like coming over to me and I cut her a look and her mama felt the look cause <laughs> I didn't look at her mom I looked at her cause I get your daughter I get your daughter together yeah the grandmother she, felt it yes. yeah she wasn't even there she wasn't even there no <laughs> and her white ass ancestors were down there like don't like, touch her yeah careful <laughs> and then her mother her mother was like Zoe please come here Zoe, I was like yep. I said yeah get Zoe Gets Gets mm-hmm. <laughs> I love, you know what's what's Asian roasting? I feel like Asian version of roasting is like when we get in trouble and shit. 
Like my mom would just leave me places. Yeah, my mom would also do that. Oh, my mom didn't play that shit either. Yeah. She like I told you I was gonna be here at this time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My mom would just fucking leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm, yeah. yeah, the amount of trees I was left by, you could, you know what I mean? Just like my mom, if I was being annoying on the road trip, mm. she would just my parents would just like just pull, pull over, over and leave me by a tree out. and just drive away. That's funny. That, they were like, that's like, that's an emotional. That's roast. an emotional you know roast, you know? Because you're alone. They're coming back. You're you alone know? forever. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Asia, the thing is, I think immigrants. Like I think people like foreign. If you if you're not like American, like people from foreign cultures, like they say they say shit that like hurts. Like my mom mm. when she came to see me do improv, she was like, "So you just act like a turtle in the basement?" Ah, that is that's funny what you, because that's what you do. See, because improv is such a white thing. You know, yeah. I, and I use white as like a metaphor. It's ve- it's very just no, far it's, away it's from. It's metaphorical. It's realistic. It's, so it's, yeah, 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 it's, it's literal. White as yeah. It's just it's just so far away from anything your parents know or like my parents know yeah. that like it, truly when they see you. They're like, why are you building a canoe? Yeah. Like they don't understand. Like my yeah. mom was just looking around. She was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess this you happy. <laughs> like it's just like like the way immigrant parents like like I'm telling you like Nigerian people. Oh my god, Nigerian parents will like smash your hopes and dreams yes. and just be like Jesus and Jesus does not love you. <laughs> it's just it's just crazy. And I've seen with um Jeannie Mai who's on the real. I watch her and her mom and her mom is not to be played with her mm. mom mama my she does not play fucking games with genie she'd be like i'm prettier than you what are oh, you talking shit. about what are you saying she'd be like you're never gonna get a boyfriend he's <laughs> was a seven well he's terrible <laughs> what are you doing like she she did not she does not play games so it's it's crazy to like i like research more and more about asian culture because i was doing the asian takeover and then yeah, we yeah. did mm. um this special private show at the wing because it's just i think that that's true allyship you know like really yeah. like mm. understanding like understanding because i don't want to fuck up i don't want to say certain things and i need to make sure that i'm also setting up my cast for success yeah, yeah. so let's talk about a little bit the, for the listeners who don't know who made the potato salad mm-hmm. it's, it's your show maybe you can talk a little bit about that what the what the purpose behind it is and how it's kind of being executed today yeah yeah, so Who Made the Potato Salad is a sketch comedy show um, made in a day that only stars people of color. And we started November 2017. We've sold out every show in New York and L.A. since then. Um, and we have an emphasis on different types of marginalized groups of color. So we've done the Latin takeover, women of color takeover. We did a high school takeover because that was very important to me that black and brown kids yeah, from the hood cool. know what sketch comedy is, know mm. what jokes are. Also, I feel a lot of people, are color, people of color that are coming up in the school system are wrongfully diagnosed with ADD and ADHD mm-hmm. I just yeah. think we learn differently yeah. and then they just fucking and like make us take all these fucking pills and shit that like fuck us up and make us slower learn it's just fucked up so we did that and then we did like a black history takeover when we went to LA we raised over 16 grand for that show because it was important to me to put potato salad in our hood so we had mm-hmm. it in Lamert Park and if you're not Dang. familiar with that area if you watch Insecure it's where Issa Rae works at yeah. um, so that Okay, okay. Oh, that whole area is Lamert Park so I was like fuck this if white people want to see potato salad you gonna come to us yeah, yeah. fuck Hollywood fuck all that shit so I took on the burden of having to raise over $16,000 because we basically had to go to an event space and turn it into a theater because there aren't theaters in our hood right. mm. so we had to build a stage we had to get a soundboard we had to build lights we had to have like all these additional things to make it be like a theater and um, so it's very important for me to have an emphasis on people of color and I think that especially now that I'm in a position to help put people on, I feel like it's so important to lift as we climb. I just think it's not fun 
to just do something by myself. Like when potato salad, when we have our fucking headquarters, it's gonna stay outside. Like ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Yeah, like I just yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that that's good. And so the Asian takeover that was really important to me because I had saw. I interview on Hollywood Reporter with the guy, I believe, is it Justin Simeon who wrote Dear White People? And there was another Asian guy who was on there. I forget his name. But they were just talking about like, as far as like the train to Hollywood, like Asian people are truly in the back. Mm. Like, and I was just like, you know what? Like, I can list so many like uh, black shows or like shows that like star Latinos or Latino families. I was like, I can't really mention a lot of Asian ones. And even if they are, that goes to show you that there's not like a lot of money put in marketing and promotions Mm. and stuff like that. So I was like we need to have like an Asian takeover like just Asian people and I want them to be like elevated and celebrated and the reason why potato salad is so important is because all of our shows do sell out we do get um, we've been featured in Vulture we've been featured mm-hmm. in Time Out we've been like gotten so much press there are people who have done potato salad and have walked away with agents at reputable agencies and meetings with like different like companies like Kenya Barris's camp so I'm like I know what potato salad this platform is so I I want to put Asians on that Mm. platform. Mm. So we had that April 13th, of course, it sold out. And um, it was, we like the price point has gone higher because I pay for so much shit. Mm -hmm. But potato salad is, I feel it's excellence from promotion to the show. Like we have um, amazing video promotions and photos and stuff like that. Because I feel like I've been producing shit since I was 18. I've been on the stage since I was eight. And I feel like, Having done it since I was 18, that means I've been bad for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So I just started getting good. And that's one thing for me that I feel um, is a hole that is missed when it comes to comedy shows is lack of proper promotion. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's like a whole other aspect to performing mm-hmm. and to comedy. And, you know, that's why a lot of comedians may be really funny, but then nobody comes out to see them because they don't know all that shit. And that's really like the business side yeah. of Entertainment, and mm-hmm. we, we we you know we could work on and being funny and good, but then if nobody's seeing us, then you know what would be yeah, the point? Exactly. Right? I also love that all your shows have sold out because that's always the the industry argument for not casting minorities. It's just like oh, there's no mm-hmm. money, there's no in money it, right? Yeah. But the thing is, there is a ton of money because even a- and it's a- not Asian even like AF. Bar- it's like barely even tapped, right? Like like Asian AF, right? That's another Asian all set. That, that sells out every, every single every month. Sells out within seconds. I literally have to text Alex Song or Danley. I'm like, yo, can I get a fucking ticket? Right. I'm like, fuck. I need to. No, when there needs to be an email when this shit drops because yeah, that shit yeah, yeah, yeah. sells out so quick and it's such good talent. It's mm-hmm. like it's so good and I feel like it was crazy to me when Crazy Rich Asians like came out and everyone was like I was like no there had to have been another age the, wait <laughs> no there wasn't <laughs> damn yeah, yeah that's fucking wow and even then that was one part of the Asian uh, conversation right because there are Southeast Asians there are brown yeah, yeah, Asians yeah. Yeah. there are dark skin Asians and like their story needs to be told that's why my show when we had the Asian takeover we had Filipino people we had we had Southeast Asian people we had Pakistani people like it was it was like no I want every fucking mm. body to be represented and, and celebrated at this show yeah, what, yeah. Was, uh, the, what was the genesis for that show was there something that happened that where you're like you know I need to make this other kind of show I need to like do this for this potato way. salad yeah. yeah well the thing was 
was it was just like the producer in me every time I kept going it's so so I'm new to comedy right I've been funny my whole life but I transitioned to comedy like from like just doing theater right. about three years ago okay. so the more and more I started going to these comedy shows I'm used to theater shows where there is a full service staff it is like yeah. well promoted you get at least a food stipend like the level of professionalism there's right. a stage manager and now I'm at these shows and like these flyers look like rinky dink as fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking scripting T-bold yes. you got my name slanted there's four bitches in here and three of them are performers and you got yeah, yeah. me in a fucking basement at 10pm on a Saturday yeah. there's no so I kept going to shows and I was like damn it should have this this should have this it should start at this time why is there no music so it, it got to be my frustration with the comedy that I was seeing and stuff and also too I had started doing solo shit in my mind stand up was just like holding a mic and standing there yeah. and that wasn't fun for me I yeah. am a entertainer I'm a performer yeah. I started dancing first before I did anything and I was like that's not fun for me I think people like Dave Chappelle Seinfeld other people they kill like loving have to have like a fucking mic and a spotlight and they're good yeah. that's not me so I was getting bored with the performances that I was doing mm-hmm. so then I went to go see um, Todrick Hall and his show Straight Out of Oz and if you don't know Todrick Hall please google him he's one of the hardest working fucking people in this world and um his work ethic has gotten him to work with the with Beyonce. He like choreographed like the blow video. This man, I fucking love him. And he's black and gay and grew up in a very like small town in Texas, like a Bible Belt town. So his courage to like come out and be his full self is so inspiring. So when I went to his show, it was like funny right but I was like then it followed a narrative so I was like okay mm. so this is theater but then there were like all these moving parts and then we sets and then and then it was dancing but then it was drag but then there was a concert basically cool. and it was I was like wow you I don't I was like I don't know what to call this but I know what I have to call it which is excellent yeah and yeah. so I was like oh I could just do whatever the fuck I want to do yeah. and if I do it with excellence motherfuckers will be on board and I will sell out shows yeah so when I left that show I could not sleep and I was so overwhelmed with inspiration and I don't use that word often I think it's like a fucking hoax I think it's used yeah, yeah. oversaturated mm, and overused sure. so much yes but that night I was truly inspired and I was like X write down every fucking thing you want in a show and I was like this shit needs to feel like a fucking party I was like I gotta have a DJ mm-hmm. and I want gotta a fucking a cookout yep. I was like I want food I want liquor we're gonna do like a communion bit I was like it's just gonna be people of color I was like, I want a token white bit where they get roasted if they don't complete this challenge right. We have to see yeah. whether or not. Get on the stoop. Hell yeah. <laughs> we got to see whether or not they get kicked out of the cookout. And I was like, I just want that shit to feel like a party. I want the audience to be ratchet. And also, too, like, I grew up watching Def Jam and, like, Comic View. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was yeah. my only intro into comedy. And I was like, those audiences did not fucking play. And they, mm. if they loved you, they loved you. If they didn't, they didn't. And right. I was like, oh, I want to recreate that energy mm-hmm. like where is our Def Jam of our generation and Def Jam put so many people on there's yeah. so many people you know now who came from Def Jam so I was like I want to adopt that same thing and also like every Wayne's in my mind I am a Wayne's I love all of them <laughs> we all are too. Yeah, yeah, yeah we all are and so like living color like that to mm-hmm. have like sketches like the homeboy shopping network like shit like that I was yes. like I want to do shit that's exclusive mm. to my people and after the first one I couldn't believe that I did it. That was the, fir- the first one I did all by myself, promotions That's and crazy. everything. And I could not believe it. And I was like, I would not do this by myself again. And after that, there was like, X, when's the next one? And I was like, 
fuck I gotta yeah. do it again yeah. and then it was cause it's made in a day like writers meet at 8am top of the morning scripts are done by 3 and then I feed everybody we have family meal from cast and crew so stage managers PAs tech everybody eats together as a family from 4 to 5 and I think that's so important because people of color like food is so important yes. to us yes. like that yeah. is like ritual and then we have actors rehearsals from 5 to 9 we have tech at 9.30 the show goes live at 11 yo I love that you're pulling from this kind of like tradition of like throwing a good time having a good time yes. having food you know because there's so many times where we go to a show or whatever and we just forget like people I think comedians especially weirdly enough forget this is supposed to be fun yeah <laughs> we're supposed to like you know yeah like we, we, like we supposed go to be comfortable yeah it's supposed to be comfortable yeah. there's supposed to be music you want to hang out there you want to like have a good time because uh, you know we, we just got get locked in our minds it's like oh it's time yeah. to tell jokes we're like, what's my bit yeah what's you know? my bit yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's like a spotlight and that's it and like you're able to like kind of pull from this thing where it's like hey I want it to be I want it to be all these things that's not just you know stand up or just improv or just a sketch or whatever it is mm-hmm. is there anything you all you haven't done yet that you want to throw in to who made a bit of this out you're like man one day I'm going to throw this too um yeah like in the like in the <coughs> actual show yeah or whatever yeah I think like well for this next show what we're doing is that we're implementing so our next show is June 22nd which is the queer takeover so it's all queer people of color mm. and now we're moving to a new theater we're at SVA theater so we were at the tank mm. um and so now we're at SVA theater and so one thing I wanted to implement was professional dancers so oh, we had shit. we had we had dancers before that were just homies that like really could move their body but I was like <laughs> I want and they were like fun a, yeah, and they yeah, looked yeah, yeah. good and it yeah. was great but I was right. like we have to take the Some showmanship yeah. up Get that every fucking time yeah. so I want choreographed dances between each thing and the dancers are also going to move props because I feel like anytime yeah. someone's on that stage they should be performing so the fact however the box gets on the fucking stage should be should done be moved, like in a dramatic wow, that's fashion like, that's like yeah. Broadway Yes. I love that. I wanted to do Broadway, but I was like, they hiring reality show bitches to fucking <laughs> yes. star on. Yeah. I was like, bitch, I'm a trained actor yes. and I fucking know my shit and you gonna grab a bitch who can throw a fucking bottle across the room to yeah. star on it. So fuck that. Yeah. So yeah, no, I come from the world of theater, so I'm like showmanship, performance. Mm. I want to give you a fucking show. So that's one thing that we yes. have implemented that I really wanted to. I love that you have, you know, you, you have so much respect for you know all the crafts that are out there you know like mm-hmm. a professional dancer or whatever I'm always watching like professional dance I go to like a you know modern contemporary dance performance and I'm just like like you know nobody sees these people mm. like you know nobody goes to see these things anymore and they're so amazing this is mm-hmm. like they spent their whole lives doing this yeah and you're finding like another way to kind of bring that out yeah that because cool. that's a part of me I started dancing first yeah so I'm just like I want dancers because I love to dance and that's what I want to see like the reason that it's a party is because I am always on 10 I wake up lit I don't <laughs> drink or smoke like I have just a natural ass high and I'm just like I want people to come and like have a good ass time and the reason we're changing um, so this next show The Queer Takeover is not going to be made in a day because we do want to workshop it for like for television eventually I would like to pitch it yeah. so it's just like we want to change and we want to get better we've only been around like a year and a half so not that long mm-hmm. so I just want to see how it works if like the sketches have more time because this is my issue with the fucking industry is that there's a lot of like um, 
all this like um, fluff and I don't know what the word to call it, but it's all this extra shit and no substance. Yes. So it, 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 people be coming out with fucking albums and it's like beautiful visuals and oh my God, yeah. all this promotion and these beautiful yeah. pictures. When it gets down to the fucking bottom black ass line, which is what is your album? It fucking sucks. Yeah. Mm. So when it comes to potato salad, I'm like, fuck having a DJ, food, liquor and dancers. Are the sketches good? Yeah. Are the fucking sketches good? Like when it comes down, because break down all those fucking, uh, all those bells and whistles, like what is the substance right, of it? So, this, so I'm like, really we're taking multiple, like we have multiple writers meetings, multiple actors rehearsals in two dress and text and then the show. Mm, dang. I, I love that. I, I want to take it back a little bit. Um, I, I was watching this YouTube video interview of you on this channel called like Yo Quiero, I think. <laughs> Oh yes show, You were yeah. like talking Carol, Three yeah. minutes about Your whole like Life story yes. And that was great You had said something That was so interesting to me You had talked about This concept of like Code switching and comedy uh-huh. uh, And I never even Thought of comedy like that You know obviously Code switching is something That we do oh, In life And then you had said That like in the beginning Because you know Improv is such a white thing mm-hmm. You just kind of try to Sound like everybody else and, and then the second You st- and you you called that Code switching And the second you just Did you You got the biggest laughs mm-hmm. And then from then forward That kind of like Boosted your career That went eventually went into potato salad and all this stuff mm-hmm. um, when you first started improv was it intimidating because it was like such a foreign thing I mean foreign by like by it's run by people who don't look like you they're mm-hmm. making jokes that maybe you don't think are even that funny but mm-hmm. everybody else thinks it's funny I definitely feel like uh, even now sometimes I'm like I'm trying to like write for white people sometimes yeah like, I think I'm like I think I'm trying so to too. impress these people because I you know, that's honestly, what we I train do, for. Right, I look up to you know a lot of white comedians, and I'm just like, oh, uh, I end up like trying to like do a white thing, not I don't know white thing, but like I am, I can, t- I catch myself doing that sometimes, yeah. and that's like something I'm trying to like unlearn or whatever. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm what was that like what, for you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I this is why it was like such a culture shock for me when I started doing improv is because I wasn't raised around white people. Mm. So for me, it was just like, what? Fucking bold. Like, it was microaggressions <laughs> like a motherfucker. I was like, why would I walk in this scene, you immediately get scared? Or why is my oh, name Taisha? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you can't say bitch because then they get scared. Because yeah. it's like, I'm not going to whoop your ass. I could, but I'm not on this fucking stage. Bitch, you really think I'm going to fuck you up yeah, on this yeah. stage? Yeah, yeah. At the pit? At the pit? At the people's improv thing? At, at, at the, 3 p.m.? At the prestigious <laughs> My God. 25 seats would never <laughs> bitch it just so it really showed me white people's racism that shit comes to the forefront in improv because they be saying some wild shit mm. and it's off the top of the dome so for me like I and they don't think they're racist no but yeah. I make sure to tell their ass and I don't give a fuck if you believe it or not but while you in this goddamn class <laughs> bitch you're not gonna do, run that shit with me yeah. so yeah it was very difficult for me because I was adapting to two things to white people and then to improv itself so yeah. I would like I was very comfortable on stage and stuff like that but like like UCB has gotten you know a little better and you know change is slow and I'm very happy to see like the strides it has made but back when I was doing it in 2016 it was still very white Mm. And like all of my teachers, the people in my class. Now, this girl, Yuling, fucking Yuling, whoa. This bitch is from the Bay, fucking gangsta. Now, Callie 
Asians are another level. Yeah. Yes. When I came here and I was hearing stereotypes about how Asians are docile and recessive, I was like, bitch, <laughs> this Filipino, <laughs> he's a full ass nigga. I would call him a nigga <laughs> every fucking day. He worked with my ass at FedEx and he would throw yes. the shit over to me. He'd be like, yo, X. I'd be like, yo, what's good? He'd be like, I'm finna throw that shit. I'm like, all right. He would throw the boxes over to me and I had to like pack them like whenever like shit got too crazy. So uh, that's just a side note. I just, Cali just, Asians are fucking getting like, I'm surprised you even out. know about Cali Asians. Yeah, shout we, out to FedEx as yeah, well. Oh, we yeah. don't, Asians talk about like West Coast Asians, the East Coast Asians. We don't, we don't assume other people know about that shit. Yeah, that's like an inside it's thing. It's an inside what? thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, like one of the best barbers in Cali is this Filipino, oh my God. <laughs> the Cali Asians don't take no shit. Mm. What do you, gang members. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking blood. Like, I, 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 that's what, so when I was hearing that, I was like, what do you mean? Even the ones that are like, not from Cali, they may have like, migrated here from like, Korea or Japan, they don't take no, sh- what, what you mean you're not gonna like, fucking give them their money? What, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what do you mean you're not gonna tip them? Like, and they talk like me, they, I'm just like, yeah. so it's, it's like, wild to me. Um, when people say that about Asians, I'm like, bitch, come to the West Coast, come to the fucking Bay. Yeah. <laughs> but I said that because Yuling was in my kind of Yuling, she's a little shit. She's like, maybe about this talk. Mm. There was there was this girl in there. We were doing um, improv games, right? And Yuling and I always sat next to each other because we were the only two people of color. But she's also like a Cali bitch and like she's hood as fuck. And so we were we were in a scene and this girl was like, um, two white girls. And this one girl, she was like, oh my god, I'm so scared to go in the Chuck E. Cheese. And the other girl was like, why? She was like, because it's so loud. And she was like, well, why are you scared that it's loud? She's like, I don't know. I just I grew up in a ghetto. Right? Whoa. I look at Yuling <laughs> and Yuling says, and now mind you, the girl is taller than me. Yuling is maybe 4'10, 4'11, 4'11 tops. She looks at me, she said, X, you gonna get her, I'ma get her. <laughs> I said, the girl is taller than me. She's about a good 5'10. I was, I was like, Yuling, though, I got her, I'ma get her. She said, okay, go get her. So I spoke to her and I said, hey, I was like, can I talk to you? And she was like, yeah. And mind you, this girl, every time she would tell a story in improv class, it would always be about, oh, our boat broke down in Versailles. And when my dad took me to France, we only could get like the $6,000 wine because the $10,000 wine wasn't available. And I'm just vegan. I don't know if I can contribute to like the baked, like, the baked goods that we're going to bring for the last day because I'm vegan. And I don't know if everybody's vegan. Like this was one of them bitches. Yeah. So I was like I put her to the side I said hey I was like I need to talk to you For a second And she was like Oh what's going on And mind you When she did that I was fucking pissed Because our teacher was black But that day She wasn't there And it was a white man And when she made that comment He was like I'm gonna stop you right there And I was like Great he's gonna call her ass out He was like That wasn't clear game And I was like But it was clear racism (laughs) That's what the fuck it was So I pulled her ass to the side I'm like hey I was like So that scene that happened She was like Oh you like she fucking knew also she's 21 the bitch don't know shit you don't know shit about life like you still sucking on a tit like bitch you're 21 (laughs) you don't know shit about life so I said I said yeah I said that comment that you made about ghetto I said do you know where ghettos originated from she was like, "Well, no." I was like, "I was like, it originated in like Italy." I yeah. was like, "And that's what they were referred to, like the Jews, like they were in like ghettos." Yeah. I said, "And I said with these ghettos that you speak of, I said my people are in these quote unquote ghettos because of like socio and economic racism." Yeah. And I said, "And the ghetto that I'm from is very quiet. It's oh, not loud. yeah." And she was it like. Is. 
she was like no ex I, I yeah no I totally get it. I'm so sorry I said no 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 I said I just wanted to let you know because this is the second week of class we have six weeks together and you need to know that that offended me yeah whoa Ooh. and but you I have like a that, good day you know but I like that you also laid down a bunch of knowledge you know yeah, that's what you gotta you do though that's cause you don't do. know you 21 and you're just like uh, ghetto and that's why <laughs> and that's why I was just like bitch shut the fuck up and the, and the reason why like I with code switch is because white people can never fathom that we could fuck with 2 chains and the periodic table mm. they can never they ah. can never believe that shit if you walk out and you just like yes like I'm a ride for my motherfucking nigga if they see you like whopping that shit like could never she didn't go to Stanford yeah could never mm, yeah. so that's why I'm mindful of how much black I give white people because I don't know what the fuck you know i don't know what like grad like like what level of knowledge you have of my community and if you could fathom that we could like like bop and twerk to cardi b but could be doctors mm-hmm, you know so mm-hmm. that's why i was mindful and i would co-switch up top because i'm like i have no protection here my protection is just me mm. yeah. so i don't know what the fuck to give you because if shit go down like what happened in that class nobody's gonna have my back well except like right. if i have like a yuling in there but that's not the t- Teacher, the teacher sets the fucking tone. Yeah. So yeah. now you letting every motherfucker in here know that they can do some racist shit. Yes. Yeah. So because of this problem, you formed your own like improv group, right? Yeah. And then you eventually like I think you did Harold with UCB. I did. And I think you said you were on a team that was like predominantly white people, but you would make them uh, play slaves. You would make them. Oh, I'm gonna do my shit. Right. Because yeah. you're not gonna let them set the tone. No. Right. And no. then and then you said something so funny. You said white people are so funny when they're being white. Like just play I a slave. I love be but be white. But be white. <laughs> it was the best fucking scene because this also too I do that shit with white people that I trust Mm. and I also make sure that I set them up for success so I'm always the bad slave like Mm. I I didn't set them up like you're a slave and you want to be a master like don't fucking do shit like that but the scene was is that I was Harriet Tubman but I was more focused on the weather rather than us being free (laughs) (laughs) and all of the all of the white people were just like slavery's hard dude I don't want to no we need to be free and I'm like no it's raining we can't go out there they're like oh my god they they were just like so white and they just kept saying like I know that I'm a slave and it's fucked up dude it's (laughs) fucked up being a slave I was like it is and we're not going anywhere till the sun is out (laughs) they was like but you're here you're telling me you're supposed to make us be free I was like I know and I don't feel like it my hair can get wet why Uh they were like because we're black we're black slaves (laughs) it's it's great I love that see so when I see so see that's funny because they're sticking to who they are right and and, and not playing who they think a black person a black slave would have acted right so when I sometimes uh, you know Mike and I what do you we do all kinds of rooms in stand-up comedy sometimes I'll do uh, rooms up in Harlem on the Bronx it was predominantly yeah. black and Hispanic audience members right uh-huh. and when I go um, I'll just do my thing because yeah. I'm always I'm just who I am and and I think part of co- being a successful comedian is being comfortable with who you are no matter what the environment is right. mm-hmm. but when you see like a newer um, comedian uh, I used to see this when I first started but like if we would do a black room I would see like a white comedian and he's oh, bombing yeah, he's bombing yeah. and that's fine because he's not that funny and there's nothing wrong with not being funny he's just but he's bombing and then you see him code switch into like black like a like a urban tone. yeah yeah so he'll yes. just if, uh, he just like a white dude with loose jeans and like a shitty you know shirt with flannel s- flannel spaghetti <laughs> New stains balance. right yep. mm-hmm. New and he's talking about stop signs and like salt and shit and then all of a sudden <laughs> you hear him saying you know what i'm saying shit right you hear him talk like that and he's uh. being converted because he's so scared he just he just, he just wants to belong you know right, mm-hmm. he wants to belong and i when i fir- i would see this multiple times and i and I realized I'm like, oh, that's uh, that's kind of like that's like a sign of the fact that like 
you're not like a quote unquote good comedian yet is because yeah. like a white comedian could go up there and be his awkward self and crush. Yeah. That's the thing with those rooms. If you're honest and you're just funny, they'll oh, give it to you. They'll give it the to you. Best, like I saw this one white guy, he said the best fucking joke. He was like, <laughs> he was like, the marathon is the most racist thing ever. He was like, because it's 26 white people chasing three Africans and they're never gonna <laughs> catch him. And he had this other thing he was saying like this other white comedian I, it was the best fucking joke. He was like, I went with my girlfriend, she's black to go see Selma and he's like super white and like knows it he was like and then I saw you know my my girlfriend's people like defeating problems and I saw my people being the problem you know and it was just like it's like yeah it's like just fucking like if you're good you're good so yeah, it's like you yeah. trying to convert to like this black scent type shit now we really don't fuck with you you might get your ass beat especially yeah. if you off of Fordham in like you know uh, East uh, and Bainbridge and East 197 like your ass might get fucked up yeah. like yeah, yeah. don't do not do that shit and that that's one thing you were saying like you struggle with like writing for like white people and voices and stuff like mm-hmm. that sometimes that's the fucking gig mm. I'm blessed to work where I work where like I can say black ass shit and do that because of the type of host we have and also he likes that shit yeah. but if I was at last week or at the tonight show I would be writing different jokes and I think that that, that shows a level of talent that you can write for different yep. voices because mm-hmm. it's like yeah that's the fucking tone of it Jimmy Fallon is not a black and Mexican girl from mm. South Central no, he opposite. is yeah. total opposite <laughs> from Boston <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think about? I mean, because like speaking about Cali Asians, like I do mm-hmm. a lot of like Vietnamese dudes in San Jose and stuff like that. I would say that like they would call each other N word. They, they that was like part of their thing. Mm-hmm. They, you know, and they you know they had. Uh, there's a lot of like uh, poverty and and uh, 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 struggle with like the Vietnamese diaspora in the Bay Area. Yeah. But I mean, like I think that's real. That's that's a real complicated thing. I mean, where do you think? that uh i guess what do you think about um um of like uh, how a lot of asian people kind of like take on black sense a lot of like kind of like take on a lot of black culture i think it's just like i like because some people had issues with like aquafina right and her role oh, yeah, and shit yeah. like that yeah. and first of all i worked with her i was in the movie uh farewell i was the token there were no i was the only non-chinese person <laughs> that had a speaking role <laughs> and i was like i was like nigga <laughs> but I, I she got a lot of flack for that role and I'm like this is a bitch from the lower east what the fuck do you want from her yeah, yeah. so like the Asian like I told you the Cali Asians that I know like the west coast ones that I know they grew up in the J's they grew mm-hmm. up in South Central they grew up in Watts that's all the fuck that they know that's all of their friends so they're not trying to be anything than yeah. what they know yeah. mm-hmm. now if they came from another area and it was just like oh you know what you're from actually from Orange County County and like every time you come over here, you see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all, Where's my Brea people at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're not there. <laughs> when we meet niggas from the OC, they talk about you're from LA. We're like, no, you're not. Shut yeah, the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, That's yeah. like people saying they're from New York and they're from New Rochelle. It's like, bitch, yeah, no. say you from New Rochelle, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think hmm. that they just doing what they know. That's how they were raised. That's all that they know. That's how. That's the only culture that they know. So I don't even think that It's like They're a product of their environment Like Mm -hmm. that's just like What it is If they were raised somewhere else They would do something else But that's all they know And also too Like gangs are like I don't necessarily 
agree with how they operate all the time as far as like the crime aspect of it but it's like when you are uh, if you're like a young like a Filipino dude from South Central and like your mom is always working and after school she can't afford for you to do shit but yep. there are these group of people that was like yo we'll feed you and we'll do all this shit we just need you to hit a lick we need you to rob this person we need you to do this thing it's like well at least I'll be able to eat yeah. I have people that have my back people who and are like yeah respect and where, you and where they live you need fucking protection yeah yeah so mm. what the fuck are they supposed to do? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's just, I think that comes back too because I feel like like in Africa, there are tribes, right? I feel like gangs are like tribes. Like yeah. It's just like, this is our tribe. This is my protection and this is what I know. Right. And I think that some of them have gone to do amazing things such as, you know, Nipsey Hussle, RIP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's kind of wrap up this interview section with a, with a last question. So mm-hmm. um, I think... You know, your whole story with potato salad is so inspiring because, and I, you know, I'm only going to use that word once. You know what it is, man? It's like uh, you, you know, you said on the interview and a couple of magazine things I read, um, articles that I read that like you were just, you were like, I don't need anybody else. To, I don't need white people to book me. Like, I don't need mm-hmm. you to create this. Op- I don't need a handout. I'm going to make it on my own mm-hmm. um, with the help of people that I love and mm-hmm. I think I find funny right so you do potato salad and as you mentioned like another uh, industry go there and you said I think on one article that like you even got rep from potato salad and, like yeah. uh, cool opportunities came from that you made your own path mm-hmm. as a you know as a, as a black Mexican comedian from LA right mm-hmm. um, I think Asian people are kind of trying to do the same thing but it's it's tough for us right it is tough it's a little tough because there's a couple things a Asian the Asian is such a big word right not all of us right. are the same there, there's so much complexity that's why there already. There's, there's not like a, you know if you want to take the classic Def Jam model white people walk like this and black people walk like there's no Asian people walk because there's like a bunch of Asian countries and a lot of us are still in touch with those roots you know so yeah. it's hard to like just say Asian but I feel like that's the that's the word that the industry wants to use like what's the Asian voice but it's like well there might be like 70 different Asian voices like yeah. you can't really so this might be a big question but like <laughs> do you have any advice for like Asian comedians? <laughs> yeah. Any advice like, for Asian? Like, yeah. 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 yeah, for Asia, China. Asia. Yeah. Let's start yeah. training again. Time, hey, China. I don't know. Yo, you guys like China. soybeans? Hey, okay. China, can we get that tray cracking again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, can yo, we get yo. that tray cracking? I need those sneakers. Yeah. 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 But, you know, as Let me, hit, me, hit me with them J's. Hit me with them ones. <laughs> hit me with them ones. Size nine <laughs> men. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, this is the thing. I think I think for uh, not just a, uh, not just for Asian people, but I think everybody. But I think you. I, I don't know how else to say it, but to do the fucking thing. I don't know, and I think because I've had the blessing of having a mom who didn't take no for an answer and didn't work with excuses like there were times when I look back in retrospect when I was like mom I need X amount of dollars for my cheer uniform and she's like by what date I'm like this date and then all of a sudden I would see little trinkets and little baskets and little candies like being accumulated in the house and then come Easter time she's like okay let's go on Crenshaw and we would sell Easter baskets and then I would have the money Mm. you see what I'm saying Mm. and she would and she would take extra gigs she would do other things on top of her nine to five sometimes nine to nine to make shit happen so i've only seen people come through with solutions and not problems so Mm. i don't know how to this whole like i've always had confidence like for me it wasn't like when's gonna be the next move it's like what's the next move Mm -hmm. and i just think like how is that shit gonna happen if you're not fucking doing it like Mm -hmm. asian af wouldn't have popped it wouldn't have happened if the people who created it didn't create it so i think like you need to get to the drawing board and you need to do the fucking thing 
I, I tell the story always too with potato salad. Our first flyer was shit. I literally took a fucking stock image of Will Smith from the summertime video on my fucking phone yep. and I put the details for potato salad on there and then I prayed. I am a huge <laughs> believer. I'm fucking serious. Yeah. I'm a believer and like my faith gives me victory. I know that everything that I have is because God has ordained it and I truly believe that. I'm not a religious person but I am very spiritual mm. and how was anybody gonna know about the fucking show if I didn't post the flyer? And even yeah. though the flyer was shit, you know what ended up happening? My homeboy who's a dope ass graphic designer was like, yo ex, yo, this I, is can shit. Do, I can, yes, <laughs> like, yo ex, this is shit but you know I can hook you yeah, up and I'm yeah. like, oh that's what's up and then my other homeboy saw, he was like ex, who made the potato salad? So is there gonna be food there? I was like, yeah, I want food there. He's like, who's doing it? And I was like, I don't know, like I'm trying to figure out the money he was like I'll do it you know and then um, then my homeboy I was just like yo we need music for this can you DJ he's like yeah ex, I got you like what the fuck but how was anybody gonna know yep. I was doing a show mm. if I didn't have if a didn't fucking out flyer there. If you out didn't start there with that, if you didn't start with that shitty flyer how did you how would anyone else know exactly yeah. and you have to start from just fucking start just yeah. do it mm. and I look at our first promo videos up until now now night and fucking day like it's crazy and I think like you just have to get to the drawing board and write every fucking thing down that you want your show to have yes. and then figure out a way to do it like there are so many fucking venues especially if you're in New York City and my thing is for the people that are listening to your podcast that are in areas like Kansas or like Columbus Ohio or mm-hmm. they're not mm, in shouts. yeah they're not in like LA or New York start from wherever you are so if there is like there has to be like some type of theater or you can take a fucking bookstore and transform it for one night all you need is a fucking mic to do your fucking thing mm-hmm. and do that shit consistently and care about your fucking name if your name is on it you should be doing that shit with excellence and mm-hmm. I think the reason people get it fucked up is because a lot of these are the three keys and every write this shit down <laughs> Write Mike? this shit down. These are the three keys. Everybody listening. I'm writing, yeah, it I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. Honesty, kindness, and loyalty. That will get you places that We're talent down. cannot fucking get you. Mm-hmm. Be honest. Don't fucking lie to me. Be kind. You don't have to yell or be mean to me or berate me. And be loyal. Don't stab me in the back. Don't do those three things. And though that shit will get you fired. Mm. There are motherfuckers I don't play that shit I am always honest I am always kind And I am hella fucking loyal And I have homeboy And that's the thing Why like When I have my fucking When Potato Salad Is a full ass headquarters It's gonna be a lot of people From the hood Working there Because those, those three things You can't fucking teach And a lot of people That come from corporate America Or don't come from The places that we come from yeah. They don't know those things And it's like The way you do business Is real fucking mixy The way that you Communicate is not very kind I can't fucking work with you and like I'd rather take somebody that knows those three keys mm. and has them down packed and believes in them and teach them how to produce mm, and yeah. teach them because those those things I can't teach you right, yeah, right I can't right, teach right. you those things so I think I think if you're Asian and you're listening to this and you want to do something just do the fucking thing start from where you are start with a shitty ass flyer pray and people the right and that's the thing now I'm at a place where potato salad has gotten a little leverage to where people are reaching out to me to try to do things because they Mm. see what it's about and also too my goal is to elevate people of color Mm. it's not to have a sold out audience the sold out audience like I learned especially in business I can't be wavered whether or not we're sold out that can't affect my emotions as I I have my meter on whether or not a show was successful I gauge it whether or not the people of color who participate 
located and the people of color who saw it felt heard and seen and the cast felt elevated mm. that's a successful mm. show it's not about being sold out that's great I think that that's amazing and of course I want I do work hard and I act like every show is the first one the way that I promote it but I just think it's so important to have your goal can't be fucking money it can't yeah. if you want to if you watch it if you're hearing this and you want to make fucking money you should be a lawyer yeah yeah mm. yeah don't because get into this for money man. don't get i i really i got into this because i said i don't give a fuck if i never make a dime from potato salad like make like when we did the asian takeover and like the fucking like smiles that were on their faces and the people and you guys know woody woody fool yeah. he was in it he was like x i can't believe that you did this like they were like so grateful and we had some of the top asian performers in new york city yeah. doing this brian did it. sj did it yeah, yeah. and yep. they felt so seen and they felt like so elevated and i'm like that's okay it was a successful mm, show yeah that's why i do what the fuck i do you hear that china all right <laughs> you hear that china, <laughs> hear that china? Now, run them <laughs> And we are back with everybody's favorite segment. It's Das Race News. Uh, this week we got an, uh, we found an interesting article um, about this movie. Have you have you guys seen this? Have you seen this, Mike? No. Um, it's called The Sun Is Also a Star. And uh, yes, go see it. My yep. homie Cameron is in it. He plays old boy's best friend. He's oh hell yeah, man! It. Oh shit, Co- so connected. Uh, so the Cameron, he did the first ever Who Made the Potato Salad. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so the synopsis is um, this is uh, the the book turned movie is a whirlwind love story set against the backdrop of New York City. Uh, Fate leads Korean American Daniel Bay to meet Jamaican immigrant Natasha Kingsley, uh, but Dan- Daniel has only one day to charm Natasha before the harsh realities of her. Uh, of life tear them apart and Natasha's family is deported so she's like Jamaican but she's getting deported and they fall in love in one day and uh, you know I, I haven't seen the movie this this isn't gonna be about the um, you know uh, analyzing if the movie was good or not but they have the, the lead actor he's half Korean half white and this happens every time there's like a half Asian lead but some people complain that he's not Asian enough uh, mm. that there should be a full Asian person and they actually mm. interviewed him about it and he feels that he's actually very Asian because he grew up very closely with his mom and his mom <laughs> always fed him Korean food and he actually lived in Korea for a little bit so he mm-hmm. feels that he's actually more Asian than a lot of Asian Americans in this country who like don't have that much uh, connection to their actual roots and you know I just kind of wanted to have a discussion about like what constitutes a I think, like I think Mike is dying Mike is dying Are you okay? yeah. he's very bitter about this he wanted to be in that movie he auditioned didn't get it yeah. Where are you going? I'm getting some water. Oh, you serious? I'm going to stop then. Okay, yeah. Okay. Hello. Hello. All right, Mike is back. He's Asian Jesus. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was, it was I, hot back there. I so. just wanted to have a conversation about, you know, how do you measure how Asian somebody is when you're mm-hmm. mixed? And is it is it do we have a problem with a half Asian person playing an Asian person in Hollywood right now and symbolically? It, yeah, and also <laughs> pointedly, I mean, did you did you ever have to encounter? Did you ever encounter this from any community where it's like you're not? Whatever, yeah. you're, you're also biracial. Yes. Yeah. Right. it's so fucking stupid, and I mm-hmm. feel him. You, he is Asian. Mm. Fuck you mean <laughs> He is a whole ass Asian I don't give a fuck No You know who ain't Scarlet uh, You know who uh, ain't Emma Stone bitch <laughs> That's who the fuck We should be coming at Not fucking What's his name Little Riverdale motherfucker Listen He is Asian He look good His last name is Bay in the movie Cause he Bay in real life He's yeah. so fucking cute And I think it's so fucked up And I felt him When I was reading the article Because it's like I don't give a f- That's like That's like that shit Um 
that they try to do with black people is just like okay oh, so shit. you're yeah. you're half black it's like no you a whole ass nigga mm, when yeah. these motherfucking cops pull you over yeah, they, yeah. They, you're right huh no he cops Asian are, the cops are like oh wait you're half black yeah <laughs> get out of here get out of here you love little scam uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 it's like have a jolly filled day it's like no <laughs> get the fuck out of the car yeah. and like you have a right to remain silent yeah that's what the fuck I, I, mm. I felt him on there like he it doesn't matter like once it's I feel like I don't know if they're their one drop rule applies to black people but I feel it's if you are Mexican and you are black you are like what how, how can I not play a Mexican role I'm right. Mexican. Do you ever He's get that? Asian. Do you ever get that? Hell you're, yeah. you're not la- yeah. Latinx enough. You're not Hell black yeah, enough. Yeah, because a lot of Mexicans are racist. My mm. grandfather was racist, and now he did. They got. And so <laughs> that's what you get. That's what you get, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when he died, literally everybody was like, "Well, I mean, yeah. you live and you die." <laughs> you live and you die. Wow. Because <laughs> he didn't. He didn't fuck with any of us that looked uh, mixed, and really yeah. those of us like me who have really thick hair and like afros and like coarse hair. Yeah. That really was not his jam. Was he, is he like white Mexican or is he like no, indigenous he's Mexican. Mexican? Oh, interesting. He's interesting. a Mexican, and mm. he also cheated on my granny. He wasn't shit, but <laughs> but that's my thing. Like a lot of Mexicans are racist in that. It's like, oh, she looks like this. Her nose is like this. Like she wasn't raised in Mexico. You're not authentic. Like no, his mother is Korean. Yeah. He's Asian, and also he reads Asian. I could see if people were trying to because it's like, oh my god, he looks white. I didn't know he was mixed. He doesn't read mixed to me. Mm. That's interesting. Like Asian people can tell. But maybe the rest of America can't really tell. You I, have know? To, uh, I have to kind of look at it more. Um, he he does look pretty Asian. But he okay. does look pretty but, Asian. But okay, here I'm gonna just take the other angle, just for you know uh, mm-hmm. the, the sake of this discussion. Is uh, you know we have some uh, actor friends who are full Asian, and sometimes they they complain about you know biracial people getting roles like this. But is the is the I think the thing people are complaining about is that like white has become the standard of beauty or what's considered attractive. So my mm-hmm. point is, had this kid been half Korean, half black, there is no way they would have given them this role, right? Mm. Oh, 100%. He, would, he wouldn't have gotten this, right? Well, if he, this is the thing. Everybody, this, this is an entertainment business. Right, yes. right, right, right. He booked the shit because he's starring in Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this shit. I went to film school and yeah. when the motherfucker from DreamWorks Pictures came to me and broke that shit down about we get all of our money from China. Yeah. <laughs> like, the motherfuckers who watch like overseas money is what gets the fucking money because I was pissed about Zoe Saldana doing that blackface shit for the fucking Nina Simone film mm. and why did they pick her because she is the most acceptable type of black woman mm. she also was in the, the avatar shit yeah, so yeah, yeah. they're trying to sell fucking money that was yeah. fucked up the bitch shouldn't have did blackface and like had a prosthetic nose and shit like that oh, shouldn't shit. have yeah, happened yeah. that's fucked up but it's just kind of like yeah there. this is an entertainment business they're trying to make money if there was honestly if there was a Korean and black star that, that was a star in Riverdale they might have mm. they're trying to sell tickets they're trying and also let's look at the content of what it is nobody is itching to see a I am but let's look at the world mm. to see a love story from a Korean man and a black girl everybody's not itching to see that they want to see Avengers Fast and Furious 5 yeah. titties ass and fast cars yeah. that's what the fucking <laughs> that's what the fuck they want to see yeah. that's what the Toy Story 5 Woody Woody has one arm like it's just they want to see that shit 
So we're trying to bring a, uh, a, a content from a movie that isn't going to be widely accepted that might not actually sell out. How do we secure box office numbers? We need stars. Yeah, yeah. It's an entertainment business. Right, right. I mean, it is about money for sure, but it's like, it's like okay, what came first? It's like, oh, like we're going to go with this half Asian guy because there's more <laughs> there's more money mm-hmm. because he was on Riverdale. Mm-hmm. But then we don't have any Asians on other TV shows because there's no money in full Asian guys, right? So mm-hmm. it, I, I mean, I totally see what you're saying, but I, I also can understand the other side where it's like, you know, I, I, I heard this from other black comedian friends, but like, you know, it wasn't that long ago when like the light skinned black actor actresses were kind of like 100%. preferred over dark right? And it still is. Right. And Look so at our music videos. Look at our, right. It still is. It's yep. a fucking problem. Right. And so it's kind of like, is this our like light skinned Asian version? You know yeah, what I mean? and, and true, and and it is the part like he is. It's a, he's half. He's exotic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, he's exotic. Yeah, and I get that. I think it's fucked up. But instead of complaining, start your own shit. Mm. Do your own fucking movie. This We're is, starring you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like this is, I don't. I don't have time to get upset about this shit because mm. I've started my own shit. Yeah. My own sh- like, it's all the stuff you were just saying about like once you start adding money into stuff, shit gets all crazy. Yeah, you know if you uh, just fo- if you focus instead on like let's make something good, let's focus yeah. on yep. lifting up each other. Yeah, with your advice too previously, one nice subtext was of that was your community is the one who like you know you pull your community up and your p- community pulls you up right exactly when you put that flyer out there and. You know, your graphic designer friend came out. Mm-hmm. You know, your your uh, your food guy came out. Mm-hmm. All these people came out to kind of like it all came together. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I and again, like, because you're not worried about like, well, I need to make like fifty thousand dollars or whatever the fuck it is in mm-hmm. this market, or I need to like ha- get something where. And so I have because I have these investors and shit to have to pay back where the fuck it is. Exactly. And all of a sudden, you can start worrying about making good shit rather than just like horse shit. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think also like the definition of Asian American is always changing. You know, mm-hmm. like if this person was playing like an an actual Korean person in Korea a a Korean businessman maybe it wouldn't have worked but like there's all kinds of Asian Americans man we all look and talk different ways and and I think this is this is just a, 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 a one example of what an Asian American person could look like, and so I think it's you know totally yeah. fine. I can't wait to see a West Coast Asian movie. I might make that shit because I'm tired of waiting for it. Yeah. Can, you, can you cast us, please? Hundred percent. <laughs> like always be my maybe. Oh, I have that, my. See, that looks so fucking funny. I yeah. have my uh, notification set. Oh my god, are you kidding me? I'm waiting. I, oh I don't, it's not my. showing up any. It's not showing in any theaters. But I'm gonna go to a theater and line and up just somewhere. <laughs> put your I just, no, just line, line, and be like, and what are you in line for? Always be my maybe. Don't you know, racist? <laughs> don't you know, <laughs> racist? Why aren't you showing it, you fuckers? But that's yeah. your point of like, just make good shit. Yes. those are two <laughs> talented comedians who are just 100%. fucking fun. Nobody. I mean, Ali Wong is Asian, but she's just a funny comic. She's you know? so she's good. Just funny. Well, I will say this. I guess like fresh off the boat showed you mm. like West Coast Asian. Cause is he is he from there, Eddie? Nah, he's Eddie, it's, it's based in Florida. It's, it's based, based in, in Florida. Florida. Okay, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. you know that that is like a little. But there's like that's that that's a funny thing though, because like there is like a DC Asian thing too. Yeah, yeah. There's DC Asians. There's South Asian like Asians in the South. Yeah, like from North Carolina. Or North uh-huh. Carolina, where we went to, we did a show out there, and they're yeah. like all about fried chicken and, and like hamburgers, and they have yeah. Like yeah. Accents, yeah, and they're all about crawfish and shit. Yeah, it's and crazy. It's, like, it's crazy. Yeah, but that that's why I'm like, it, that's why I don't trip if when they like uh, when 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 they act like that because it's like they're not taking on anything that they don't know. Yeah, right, right, Product of their environment. Yeah, yeah did, did you guys like Fresh Off the Boat? I know he had some like critics from the Asian community you know it's funny I mean it's kind of like what you were saying it's like 
I mean, that's a that's that's one thing about like being Asian is like sometimes we're just so thirsty to be seen at all. You know that we'll just we'll take anything almost almost mm. anything would be mm-hmm. like oh because it's like you said it's like well what was before um, crazy, crazy rich, rich Asians, Asians. Yeah. there's like you, you got you, that that shit Joy is so Club. yeah you had to Google you had to fucking Wikipedia it you know in order to like <laughs> learn about it. you had to, films, you had to yeah. watch a documentary in order to find out about the last thing we did yeah yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. we're so like thirsty for that shit we'll like take almost anything and this was this was cool this was fine. You know, more importantly, it gave some people like enough cred, um, like the showrunner, uh, Eddie, uh, Constance, and uh, Randall Park. Yeah, Randall Park, and like you know, they all been getting more heat because of this show, which was like it's fine, you know. And to your point, like that audience, it's like it's it's, that's not really for Asian people. Oh, so you felt like Fresh Off the Boat really wasn't for Asian people? It kind of was. It kind of was. It was trying to get everybody, and it's fine. It's funny, but like. I fucking loved it. No, it's great. Yeah. Black but it's homies, like- we fucking die. Also, too, because I'm Mexican, like the meals that they had to take to school, I just oh, like, yeah, yeah. I think, Same I shit. think it spoke to the immigrant experience so it did. well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I really fucked with but it. Sometimes you gotta do that because, you know, this isn't a country of all Asian people. You yeah. know what I mean? Sometimes you gotta well, be like. I mean. It might number be soon. One, <laughs> number, number one language here besides English is Mandarin, so. Is it? I thought it was Spanish. No. Google it. Ooh. So I want my, I want my baby brother to learn Whoa. Mandarin. Dang. That's the top one. No, they've they've, de- they've defeated us. Yeah. You know one thing. <laughs> <laughs> the Asians have defeated they really us. Have. Once I see again. I see one tear on Nexus' face. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tattoo, honestly. Um, I do want to say one thing to all of our half Asian res- uh, listeners because they're you know I think they they're, fi- they're, f- they're the physical embodiment of the West and the East and I think they have a lot of like identity issues and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I have half uh, Japanese friends who lived in Japan yeah. and they don't speak any English. And I can fucking tell you, those people are like more Japanese than I will ever be. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is like the way you carry yourself, what you understand, how you see the world. Right. You know. So if it's you your feel, if you yeah. if you're raised by your like Chinese mom and but you're half and you see your the world through your mom's eyes or like through that kind of culture, then like, dude, claim that shit. That's yours, dude. Yeah. That's you, why you deserve it. That's why the whole like our you know our our judging each other on the outside is like yeah. so so like limited because yeah. like. It only gives you so much information, but that's what yeah. Hollywood is looking for. Hollywood is looking for like, what Quick. can I glean from you know? Yeah, I, I want to cast a Mexican person. This person has got to look like what a white producer thinks, like a Mexican yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. And where, when when you go to Mexico, yeah, there's fu- all sorts of motherfuckers there. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's fucking Asian Mexicans. There's fucking yeah. black Mexicans. There's like all these different kinds of things. When you go, when you get on the ground, it's like it's totally different. But yeah, then we're, yeah. but they're not really looking for that. So yeah, that's why you make your own shit. That's make why you make shit. your own shit. <laughs> make your own shit. So uh, make wait your own for Ex uh, Mayo uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Asian, not Asian. Asian. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Productions. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. We're coming to China. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, we uh, we're back with our guest X Mayo, and uh, uh, she uh, runs this amazing show called uh, Who Made the Potato Salad. And uh, real quick, I just wanted to confirm: where did you get the name Who Made the Potato Salad from? Oh yes, especially for our white listeners, <laughs> potato salad is something you should never make. Don't fucking touch it. Um, <laughs> you just stick to your green bean casserole <laughs> and go and go about your 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 white ass day. Um, <laughs> Uh, who made the potato salad is a question often posed at uh, black cookouts okay. because 
who makes the potato salad is a very specific woman. She's usually between 35 and 55 years old. Okay. She got thick ankles. Only wears, <laughs> she only wears kids, lime green, very bright. She could step in mud, still don't get dirty. Um, oh God, she has like champ- a legend. champagne nails, <laughs> usually some type of wig of some sort that has like a, just a little frost of like pink or red okay. in the bang. Wow. Um, and she is the one, uh, anybody under 35 is making potato salad. Please don't eat it. They don't know what the fuck they doing. They haven't lived enough life to make it. Um, and it seems really simple, but you could fuck it up. And yeah. even though I don't even eat condiments, I, I'm like I'm not a condiment person. It is my right as a black woman mm-hmm. at every cookout to ask who, who made, made the potato Ooh, salad. Who made the potato salad? So it's like a it's a very important job. And also, uh, who made the potato salad is a question posed at cookouts. Potato. Our show is a cookout and a comedy show. Mm. There's liquor and food there, so it gives that whole element and vibe is encompassed in the title of the show. I love it. I love it. And uh, we definitely understand that, you know. If we're, yeah. if you know, we care about who's making our food, you know. For Hell sure. yeah, for sure. Potato salad is like the the black people's kimchi. Yeah. You know oh I mean? my god. Yeah. Holy oh, fucking shit. The Korean people are you super fucking specific Actually, about that. Actually, to be honest with you, what you described as the person who's making the potato salad, make that person Korean. She's making kimchi. <laughs> oh, I know. When we had the Asian takeover, that was the Asian auntie. Oh she, yeah. She Asian auntie. Yeah. Yeah. We did. And you should see the token white challenge. They had to solve a math problem, and Karen Chi roasted his ass. <laughs> Because oh, he did not know. She was like, let me tell you where you fucked up. She went to Harvard. <laughs> Karen, she is so fucking smart. She was like, I mean, this is where you fucked up. And she's so sweet. It's like, she literally could call you a stupid cunt. And you'll be like, okay, okay. maybe I am. <laughs> and then and then they did a karaoke. And it was so fucking That's good. Amazing. The Token oh, White amazing. Challenge for the Asian Takeover was great. And the Asian auntie, she literally dressed. She looked like every Asian auntie in uh, Chinatown. Yeah, it was love so it. funny. <laughs> love it. Okay, so this is a game called Who Made the Lo Mein? And hey, uh, <laughs> who made the lumber? Okay, that should have been the name for the Asian takeover. So, yeah. uh, in this game, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to give you different foods, and uh, you name one thing a white person would put into the following dish. Oh no, that, that they would like, but would ruin immediately ruin it. Uh-huh. So, for example, ramen. Right? What would mm. a white person put into ramen that would they think might make it better? I have an answer. Let's, let's, yeah. let's let X go Fumi first. Fumi already has, a, has, a, has I can, an opinion. Do you want me to go first? I don't give a shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, Fumi, get Okay, this is the truth. So this is actually a legit thing because there are a lot of ramen shops opening in New York and in America at large and they're not run by a Japanese people all the time. Yes, for sure. Um, in fact, there's a place in the Lower East Side that's run by a Jewish guy, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Ivan Ramen. Yeah. Totally fine. But they sometimes they, they will put shit in that make no sense. Like I had ramen once that I think was it was in Ohio or something, clearly run by like a white dude. It was like clam chowder style ramen. Oh, what? Get out of here. So the, the broth is gone. Go to hell. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Dude, it was white. Hell. Fuck it. It wasn't even soupy. And that's why it's white. He, he can't have it not be white. <laughs> Like physically, it had to it be white. It has to be white. Yeah. They don't know. They're like, I don't see myself represented in this ramen. Yeah. Where are the I clams? Need to move where are the clams? Yeah, the it needs to be made by in Boston. And yeah, <laughs> fucking disgusting. Yeah, so that was fucking disgusting. But I don't I know feel if you like they would like put that. mint. Oh, oh that's shit. a good one. They put mint in it, and they're like, because it's like cool. Like that's yeah. that's, that's like their spice. They're like mint because it's like really cool, and like once it hits the tongue, and it's like it's breathable. It's like, yeah. bitch, I don't want to eat fucking Vicks vapor rub. <laughs> I want fucking ramen. Where park show you, bitch. 
I love that. That's that's great. That's that's true. That's yeah. very you, true. You got one. That's very true. That's very true. Oh, for what? What? What, yeah. what would a white person I, I, put into ramen? Yeah. I, in in real life or just like conjecture? Um, I think anytime. I I think it's for me. It's a little bit more about what they don't put in it. Because uh, I'll make something. Anytime somebody turns something that's like based on some sort of. Uh, broth and they make it into a vegan version. Mm. I'm just like, uh, 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 you know, like there's the vegan pho, and I'm just like, well, the whole point of the pho is that there's, that the, like, there's a cow, and yeah, then we yeah, had the yeah, cow, yeah. and we had the chicken. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. we don't get chickens a lot. I mean, like that's the thing is like everything is automatically sort of vegan in Vietnam because we don't got meat, you know, mm. and we don't got dairy. So it's just Are like you Vietnamese, Mike. Yeah, I'm Vietnamese. Mm. So then like if you make something without the the main ingredient, it's sort of like well. Now it's just water. You know, water with noodles in it. <laughs> yeah, it's mac and cheese with no cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, Speaking we, of which, yes. the next one uh, actually is the same question. So mac and cheese. What would a white person put in oh, mac and peas. cheese? Oh, peas. Oh, fuck. Oh, I've seen that. God, peas. I've seen it. Peas and ham. I've seen it. I've seen <laughs> it. Get out of I've here. I've seen it. I'm so sorry. What's your hamburger helper ass shit? <laughs> Yo, one cheese, having ass. Everybody know you at least put five cheeses. Yes, so many five cheeses. cheeses. Five cheeses. Dude, X is roasting skills out of, out, of, out of control right now. Oh my god, I'm know. on the stoop. I'm, I'm crying. Yeah. I'm going home. I'm crying. I can't handle it. No, I don't. Uh, just don't fucking do it. And you know what I hate? I, I never. Whenever a white person's like, "Oh my god, X, you have to this mac and cheese." Excuse me, I spit. Feels like this mac and cheese. You have to fucking try it. Oh my yeah. god, this is that. I write it down. I delete it immediately because I'm just like. <laughs> Trying to, I'm just trying to appease I'm like yes white person Oh my god this is the best I'm like bitch no You don't fucking know I'm I'm a mac and cheese connoisseur Like don't fuck with me Like mac yeah. and cheese I'll Tell you right now Best mac and cheese in New York right now Soco in Brooklyn mm. um, Soco? Pe- yes Okay Peaches Oh then the beaches Peaches in Brooklyn Also bomb cornbread And I would say It's more of like a pasta It's not really traditional Baked mac and cheese But still good It's sweet chick I'm gonna go this way It's also a black owned business Yes Yes and uh, the owner's wife is actually a comedian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, you're killing it. So let's just do let's do the bonus round. The bonus round. The yes, bonus yes, round. Yes, yes. We're gonna hey, hey. we're gonna switch it up and we're gonna say what's one thing you can add to a white dish that makes it better. You can pick any one. Seasoning. Damn. Mm. Salt. Yes. Salt. Pepper, bitch. <laughs> yes. Cayenne. Yes. <laughs> Anything. Butter. <laughs> just just I don't even care if it's ice cream put salt in it like they probably didn't make that shit right it's just just, just not salt. good it's Something. just put salt Seasoning. and you know what I love too see with ramen because I'm a whole ass Mexican and like we eat menudo and like bidia and like yeah, we yeah. I cannot have soup without lemon I literally oh, I cannot I can't do that too I know. we need that sour yeah I know and um, the lady who did my nails literally for like 10 to 12 years and she moved back to Vietnam but like she would always have lemon on deck for me and yeah. she was my bitch we would talk about it. <laughs> yeah deck. she would have it on deck for her and then if I was there eating I get there early and she would have shit for me too I fucking loved her but that was the thing and I didn't know that I was like oh, okay I didn't, I didn't know if that was like an Asian thing but now that you said that now I know yeah. that's probably like a Vietnamese thing but I, I literally when I go to your soup dumps I stop at a local cart and I give me about two to three lemons and I ask them for a knife I oh. cannot have soup dumps mm. I can't have any hot liquid without lemon mm. I can't eat it there's been times when I went to a ramen place and there was no lemon no lemon in sight I wait I took it home I reheated it and I ate it there <laughs> I cannot have it without lemon 
That's delicious. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Mm. I tell people to try it. Like, put lemon in your fuck. Oh my god, it may be like anti-religious in like Japan. <laughs> no, but, but do what you gotta I don't do. Know, if I break out it my lemon matter. when I go to Japan, they be like, "The fuck is she yeah, doing?" Yeah, but you know what, I man? I put like I put sriracha on eggs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you can make it. You can make it your own. Okay. Yeah. Japanese people do that. In Japan, you can, there's a, like Italian food is really big, but mm-hmm. you can get like salmon roe and mayonnaise pasta. You can get like tuna and seaweed pasta. Like mm-hmm. they just kind of make it. To their own, to their likings, yeah, you know? yeah. and Add you know what's crazy to me too. I, I, I growing up, especially in Cali, and especially and now being in New York, Asian people are some of the freshest motherfuckers I ever did see in my motherfucking life, <laughs> and I can't fucking wait to go to Japan just to look at it. Everybody's just so fucking fresh, so yeah, fuck, so like, fr- no, for real, no, oh for my reals. god, Jap- um, not Japanese people. Asian people know lines, they know like mm. texture, they yes. know mm. their bodies, and they know it's. Especially like, I mean, that's what we fucking love. Like all these like bubble tea spots and like all this shit like that. There's so much emphasis on fucking experiences. And I think that's why I fuck. I like with the Asian takeover. It was so much fun for me about what are the little specific things we're going to do. Because we had litchi shots because that potato salad shots of liquor. And usually for like the Latin one, we had coquito. For the black one, we had henny. And then for (laughs) you got to have henny. And then for this one, we had like litchi shots. And the everybody was like, is there more? more litchi shots yeah. which is fucking amazing Dude, yeah, so good. yeah it was good and we had like different like pork bun like it was like it was great it yeah. was like it was like so good but I think that's why I'm so attracted to Asian culture because they're about experiences and unique shit mm-hmm. and even the way that they dress like I'm telling you like I watched them in Soho like even in all black fitted just Air Forces just yeah. fucking killing it <laughs> yeah. it's like so good oh my god this baby is so fat I love babies. For her that she's referring to an actual baby that walked across. Yes, yes, so not. she's not actually just talking about her delicious foods. Yeah. Okay, what is lo mein? You know, I don't know. I don't know either. What I don't Chinese? know. I think it is. <laughs> it is. I'm not Chinese, and then also lo mein. I think sometimes. Okay, I think it's a. I know what it is in the U.S., but it might be different. I, in like I think China. it's and yeah. It's not a noodle. It's, like it's a noodle. The it's way, a noodle. The way I'm explaining it is gonna be very Japanese, but it's like yakisoba. It's like that one. Yeah. You know, it's not. In, it's not in a soup. No, it's, it's like not. It's like a dish of it, fried. and it's got like it's been yeah, it's been stir fried. Like stir fried noodles. Got, like, yeah, you know, all yeah, these yeah, 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 yeah. Is chow mein a real thing, or is that just yeah. like an American thing? No, it is a real thing. Mm. But what makes it complicated is that different different Chinese people call different things chow mein. Ooh. So and and then if you oh. go to Ch- if you go to a different if you go to different Chinese places, they'll call something chow mein, and they'll it'll be like wildly different. Like I've done that before. I'm like, it, that's one thing that fucked me up when I moved to here from California because the California Chinese people in the Bay are Cantonese a lot of Cantonese people mm-hmm. and their chow mein is like a certain thing and so when I would come here I would, I'll have some chow mein and then this whole other thing would come out and I'm like what the shit is this yeah. mm-hmm. and like, this is chow mein I'm like oh god damn and then adding on to that is sometimes they'll give you different chow mein depending on how they think you are they think oh he wants oh, this different kind of chow mein yeah Oh, they racist. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But they're racist for your own benefits. They're just trying to figure. They're trying to preempt you and stuff like that. And like, yeah. So for example, like, this motherfucker can't have no heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like Barbara. Don't put no heat on that shit. No heat. <laughs> no heat. <laughs> no heat. <laughs> you ain't gonna be able to handle that shit. You gotta bring your own lemons. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, I appreciate that too because it, it's crazy to me how, like, I love how much like. I don't care where you go what I respect and I I, I don't want to be racist because I, there might not be just Chinese people but growing up my mom was like we going to Chinatown it's like yeah, Chinatown yeah. Chinatown Chinatown yeah. um, and well in LA we do have Korea well we do we had different ones but I do appreciate that, that no matter where the fuck I go 
wherever fucking state I'm in, there is a Asian community, yeah. whether it's just Chinese people or Chinatown. Yeah. So that's why to me, I'm like, I don't understand how Asian people aren't fucking up the industry like this. Like mm. y'all are hunters and gatherers of people. Like Asian people <laughs> fucking can come together. Like, no, this is our fucking town. Like yeah, it's up. a literal town yeah. in New York dedicated to just y'all food, just to y'all <laughs> culture. Just to, so I'm like, why the fuck y'all not out here producing shit? Like, Get mm. all the y'all have it in y'all. It's in y'all souls. It's in your ancestry. It's in your body. It's in your womb. Like it's in your your soul and your brain. You have all the tools. Just fucking do it. Yeah, she got yeah. us all fired up, man. She got it. She got us. Why? Are, what, what the fuck what are the we fuck doing? Is this? This is over. Fuck is this? Wait, but Mike, you from Cali? Yeah. What part? I'm from Orange County. Oh, from OC Anaheim. baby. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from Anaheim. Yo, fucking bougie ass. Yeah, Stop. I am bougie. You better not eat tacos with ketchup. I'll beat your ass. <laughs> Ooh, do you? No. Mm, yeah, that's no. that's sacrilegious to me. Mm-hmm. Don't say the n word either. Blast so. yeah. Just put that on the record. Do <laughs> <laughs> not say that All right, everybody, that was our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Again, our hey. guest today was Woo-hoo. the uh, staff writer from Daily Show, X Mayo X. Do you have anything yeah, you yeah, like to yeah. plug? Let our audience know where they can find you. Hell yeah. So my Instagram is $80 in a suitcase. That's my name because that's what I had when I moved to New York. Um, and then uh, please follow Who Made the Potato Salad show. Our next show is June 22nd. I'll say that again. June 22nd, 8 p.m. at SVA Theater. Um, if you follow myself and you follow uh, Potato Salad's IG, you definitely see when tickets drop. Um, it's worth every fucking dime. Every yes. every dollar goes into the show to make it be the best fucking thing. It'll be the best damn experience you ever have. And it's a queer takeover. It's all queer people of color. So I ask that everybody come, whether you are a member of the queer community or an ally. This show is for everybody. Mm-hmm. We should go, dude. Yes, for I sure. I've heard great things. Yeah. You've asked me to do it multiple times. Thank you so much. I've had to yes. cancel every single time. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to come and watch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can also find June twenty second. Sorry, what me, you fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be an ally here. My shit. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Asian Not Asian Pod, and you can also find me on there at the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. And you can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. And please come out to our next Hack City show. Yes. Which X, I would love to get you on. I know you don't like stand up, but we have a show here. You can dance around. You can do we whatever do you want. Here. No, I do. I do like stand up. I mean, when I saw your stand up, I was like, I can't. Somebody was like, she's not even a stand up, and I was like, what the fuck? She just destroyed. Yeah, I couldn't I'm believe not, it. I'm not a stand up. She's well, bigger. I, I She's guess, bigger than that. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess because like it's just like. I'm learning that stand-up is really like a hybrid of things. Like, it's mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. I really tell stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so in certain I'm, contexts, you can do it. Yeah, and I, I, I can do it. If, I, if I'm if i booked to do stand-up, I will tell my stories because yeah. I feel like that's what, like, Richard Pryor did. That's what Kevin Hart does. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. Mike Epps does. So it's like, that's what Martin Lawrence does. It's like, I'm not really, like, set up jokes, set up jokes, yeah, set yeah, up yeah. jokes. And I think that that's great, but that's just not me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I do it if people ask me. And also, I'm not an open mic bitch. So yeah. I'm not hitting the <laughs> open mic. That's why no. That's why you're much better yes. and, and healthier and everything. So. <laughs> so come out to our next accident show. That is uh, the next one is June nineteenth, eight o'clock here at Canal Street Market. That's two sixty five Canal Street. Please come on out. It's been an amazing time. Also uh, check us out our pa- uh, check us out on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Asian that Asian Pod. And please leave a review on iTunes. That really helps. We're up to like three hundred eleven reviews, and we love hearing from you guys. So tell us what you think about the podcast on the iTunes reviews if you listen to it on there. And I think that's it, right? That's it. All right, so X, thank you so much for coming on. This is amazing. And uh, listeners, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
This episode of Asian Not Asian is presented in partnership with Listening Party. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market.